everybody, and welcome back to another night of the Academy D&D 5th Edition and D20 Modern Actual Play Podcast. I am your host and Game Master, Riku. Really excited because we just finished one of the most major parts of the game, so I'm super happy. And let's introduce some of our triumphant, now, heroes. So we're actually going to go in reverse order from last time. And so first off is Dylan. It's your boy Sixes, a.k.a. Dylan. You can find me at Roll Sixes on Twitter and Twitch.tv. I play your humble but murderous gunslinger, Wyatt Luckbringer II, and I can't wait to get into splitting up this loot. Obviously, we're playing by you get to keep what you kill. Oh, yeah. I wasn't around for uh, the loot rules when the group was made. I'll get into that in a little bit. All right, and next up is Josh. Hello, hello, everyone. It is I, Josh, a.k.a. MG Preacher. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at MG Preacher. But tonight, I will be playing Thorgmir Zeinhorn, the party's ranger. Awesome, awesome. Oh, and, up and next- also, you cannot forget my lovable canine companion, Leonidas. Can never forget about Leonidas. All Can't right. Good boy. The good boy. The really good boy last time. Next up, we have Sutfin. Hey, everybody. It's Sutfin. Tonight, it's... And hopefully, he's going to start hanging out with uh, Wyatt to see if he can't figure out some of this uh, directional stuff. Oh, yeah. And next, we have... Uh, Shiro. Sorry. I Dakota. There, that's what I was going with. <laughs> hey! I am Dakota or Shiro, whichever. I don't mind. I am playing Alex Argenti, our Circle of the Moon Druid. Still new. I'm super stoked to be here. Yeah. Wonderful. And finally, we have Mikey. Hello, everyone. This is Mikey, the founder of the D&D Vibe Tribe Productions. You can follow me on my personal social medias at PopCultureGeek. You can also follow us collectively at the D&D Vibe Tribe Productions where we got a lot of actual play podcasts and a few pop culture podcasts. So it's a little something for everyone. So make sure to give us a like and follow to stay up to date on all those. But I get the amazing privilege to be in the player seat for the Academy where I get the, again, amazing privilege and grateful for that to play Ramon Oseguera, your path of the totem barbarian. And yeah, I'm excited to loot some bodies and then see the aftermath of, Probably one of the biggest fights we've had so far in this camp. Oh, yeah. So for those of you uh, listening at home, as a quick recap, the the party made it to the main chamber of this cult hideout where they ended up meeting Alex, a different Alex, who apparently was captured by the cult and experimented on. And the cult wanted to essentially execute everybody as a sort of sacrifice to their dragon lord that they're trying to summon, Gareth. The party fought valiantly and took them all out. And now there are a bunch of bodies across the floor with... And you actually, first off, for the... Everybody but Alex, it's Alex you're new... You all get an email on your pad. It is from Liz and Alex. They just emailed y'all during the battle to let you know that they are safe, 
they're at home, actually. And realizing how much the wild magic affects them in this kind of atmosphere, they want to take some time to figure it out a little bit more before returning to the academy. So they're going to take some time off, but is really ho- but is basically looking for a quick response to make sure that you all are okay. I email back. It's like, major fight. We kick some ass. Everybody's okay. Take all the time you need. Uh, XOXO, heart face emoji, smiley emoji, too many emojis, send. Perfect. I just respond with simply, we killed them. We killed them dead. Please make cool. sure that it, you're forwarding this and not the respond to all because, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> I double checked. I double checked. Awesome. All right. Essentially, uh, your pads also essentially work as a beacon for the Academy to know when to come get you. This was just something that they told you about. So if basically to say, hey, we're done, come find us. And it'll take about two to three hours for them to show up. I will say you have just like that amount of time to uh, loot, to explore until they show up or to just fast forward to when they show up. Oh, I was going to say, for, for you, Alex, the loot, loot rules. Actually, you know what? It was actually something that the Academy, the people in the Academy, told the party. So why don't we have the party actually explain to you what they were told? Oh, for sure. And I've, I missed it in my notebook. Can someone remind me? <laughs> we just split everything evenly. Whatever we find, we had decided as a group that we were going to split it. Cool. Let me write for that sure. down so Big Brain I, doesn't forget next time. <laughs> Thank I, I you. I will Wyatt. say, since you're taking Alex back to the Academy and he knows nothing at the moment, he would be more than willing to split everything once they get there. And I'll do it. I'll split now, obviously, to make it easier. But he wouldn't know that. So he would just grab everything. Well, off this one person. But yeah. Okay. So off that first cultist, you find you find 180, oh, sorry, $1,800. So essentially, one gold is $100 in terms of conversion. You find leather armor. And you find the, the Blood Fury tattoo. Which I don't know what that is. It's just a needle right now, right? Yes, it is just a needle. I, I apologize. You don't actually know what that is. You find, yeah, I'll put it this way. You find a needle that appears as if there's blood, like, coming out of the tip of it. But it's not like it's streaming down the needle or anything. It's just magically just suspended there at the end of the needle. Anyway, that's what I would be doing with the text conversations yeah. are going on. Oh, you also find the mace that is there. Yeah. He wouldn't be super interested in the mace because metal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyone else? Yes. How much HP damage did he end up taking? Oh, I'm fine. I took five damage. Yeah, Alex took five damage. Let me take a look at a couple things. Do, 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 do. Where are all you? Yeah, Alex took five damage. Rashmi took a decent amount of damage. I believe. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Rashmi took 10 damage. Ramon still has damage from the previous fight. That I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's really doing pretty well, maybe except for Rashmi took the most amount of damage, and Warlocks are squishy. Protect the squish boy. In that case, I'm going to go over to Rashmi. All right. Uh, I actually, 
Sure. You're going to get it back anyway. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So gonna... If nobody... I'm going to load my guns, and then I'm going to, like, anything that's still in the room, like, I'm going to look around and mm-hmm. loot everything up if nobody else is, so that we can split it up. Yeah. I mean, I... I... The only reason my character looted this closest body was to get something to wear that isn't... Yep. Uh, Rashmi I... would heal 7 HP, by the way. I'm just saying. Okay. Cool. I don't know. I don't know how do you loot them on the, in the game. Just uh, double click the treasure. Yeah, the gazers don't have anything on them. The other cult fanat, the other cult person has a mace, leather armor, and then another needle. This one is very black and inky. Ramon is very interested in that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you saw the tentacles, right? Yep. I'll just hand hand it right over to you. I like, why well, it doesn't care. Ramon just gives you a subtle bow and says, thank you. What do you look like, by the way? Oh, honey, let me tell you. (laughs) So I'll send you a full picture. But so Ramon is humanoid. He is caramel skin. Really light, not light. A good chunk of his hair is salt and pepper gray. He is an elderly gentleman in his 50s. He is currently wearing a black T-shirt with a skull and rose design with a metallic chain kind of hanging off of the belt loop into his pocket as an accessory. And he is dressed in pretty much essentially top to bottom is like very faded, like light blue denim jacket with fur collar and denim jeans and some boots. One thing you will find out is, is is that once you talk to him, you will realize that he is a fashion designer and a uh, mogul of some sort. So as my character sees you pick up that needle, he'll uh, he'll ask, do you, do you know what these are? So he holds up the other one. This or do you want me to roll for it? I'm going to have you roll a arcana. Cool. Unless anyone has the identify spell. I was going to say, would I, would uh, Edgar recognize them since he has some of the uh, ones from the academy that they gave him? I'm going to say... Other than recognizing them as just, like, needles. but Yeah, I'm going to say that if you want to roll Arcana as well, but you can do it with advantage because you're familiar with kind of what these are. Uh, Like, you know that they're probably uh, spell tattoos, but you don't know what kind. Ramon is too fascinated with the design of the needle because that's a 2 plus 2 is 4. How did you roll that low twice? That's crazy. Yeah. No, the advantage was for our technomancer friend, not for me. <laughs> yeah, he rolled just a little bit better than you. I will say, Edgar, on a 10, I'll say at least that these are some, these are different than the type of needles that you got from the Academy. They don't hold a specific spell like yours do, but they are some kind of magical tattoo needle. You just don't know What's what exactly it does besides what you saw in battle. Edgar, Hi, do you have way. any idea what these are? As he, Ramon kind of points it out to Edgar. They seem familiar to me. I've got, they, they, they look a lot like the ones that I got back at, at, the, at the headquarters. But I don't know what spells they are. What, what they, they do. We'll take them back and I'm sure somebody will uh, be able to figure it out. Looks mm-hmm. like both of us have some homework to do. Thank you, Edgar. Appreciate you. Nice to meet you, by the way. I'm Alex. Ramon sticks his hands out. Ramon, Osegueta. Pleasure to meet you. Where the hell are we? What that the hell's going on? That is an excellent question. 
So anyways, let me start from the beginning and just montage to explain exactly what's happening. <laughs> explaining we were sent here to investigate, found some bandits in a treasure room. Thanks, Operation. Treasure. Yeah. Operation Striptease was the thing that happened. There was some killer. We override the Technomancer overrided the door, which was really cool. And then we came into this room. You appeared and we fought some shit. And that is all you, we, you need to get caught up on. So that is everything so far since we've arrived. Seems to blink at you. You're you're below. You're a bl- below an burnt down, abandoned library in Austin, Texas. That part. I'm <laughs> yeah. Leonidas walks it up to Alex and just starts sniffing him. I smell like a lot of <laughs> a lot of different animals. Kind of lean down and wait. Leonidas is the dog, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, interesting. I I will cast uh, speak with animals. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah, I'll cool. say hello. Leonidas just his ears perk up and eyes go wide. Um, not expecting you to be not expecting you to be able to speak, and you just hear a you actually speak like me. I, I can speak with animals. Yeah. Be- well, that's, before that's cool. this whole too. fucking escapade, I, I worked in a preserve. Cool. I'm Leonidas, by the way. Hi. <laughs> I'll reach out to shake the paw. <laughs> Without even hesitating, he knows immediately what you're doing, so he sticks his paw up to shake your hand. Duh. Like I said, he is a good boy. The cute puppy. Duh. I'll pet the cute puppy. His tail just starts wagging. And while this cute little scene is going on, Riku, I was asking you earlier about the whole boot knife thing. Yes. I'm now leaning over the the bodies of the the twins we just killed. Yep. I'm taking I'm taking out that boot knife. Okay. And I'm cutting out those dragons. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to make you I'm going to have you roll four dexterity checks. Okay. Dexterity check. Okay. Yep. Um and I, this... I do have a question before I roll. Yep. This is this is intricate work. But mm-hmm. with his background being game warden and everything, over time he's pretty much learned how to handle a knife uh, with basically surgical precision because you can't just go hacking and slashing on a deer carcass or something. Mm-hmm. So, well, mm-hmm. I, can I roll advantage or is it straight? I'm going to say a straight roll on this. And the reason why is because while, yes, you do have experience with the hunt and with, with actual game these are humanoid figures and these scales are extremely unnatural while you might have advantage on being able to harvest them you might also you will also have disadvantage because there might be something that you absolutely don't know about okay i, I was just curious yep. so dexterity you said yes just straight dexterity checks Matt 20 plus 4 24 that would be 17. 17, okay. Uh, 22. 22. And that last one would just be a 9. Okay. So you begin harvesting, you start with the sister, 
And you're able to very cleanly get one of the scales off. The second scale on her, you're able to get off to still some skin, some flesh on it. The third one off of the brother, you're able to get off a lot cleaner. The fourth one, however, as you're going into it, you your hand kind of slips and it actually breaks the uh, scale. Oh, and suddenly this bright red scale just turns black and almost withers. Whoa. So. Okay, was not expecting that. You have three of the scales. On you. What do I put? Just like three dragon scales, something like that? Yep. Yep. Or like nice. three cultist dragon scales. And Riku, last adventure, I had made a knowledge check on these holder kin. Do I know as like a as a bounty hunter if they have any alchemical or magical value as far as like potion making or spell components or anything like that? I, I think I rolled like a 16 or a 17. Yeah... Yeah, I'll say you're familiar with Beholder-like creatures that the bodies themselves can't be used for, like, potions or anything like that. However, the eye stalks on them can sometimes be harvested and be used as wands. So, essentially turning them into a wand of Ray of Frost or a wand of whatever they are. They will each have, I'll roll uh, 1d4 charges on them if you are able to successfully harvest them. And each of the gazers have four four stalks. Sure. So I, I have uh, proficiency in survival. Do you want me to roll or do you want me just to... Do, do I think that they need to be removed quickly or can we just bring them with and have one of the experts at the academy remove them? You can either remove them here, in which I will also have you roll dexterity. Or you can try to bring them. They're they're small creatures, so actually they're like tiny. I think they're small creatures, so you're able to. They're easily carryable back to the academy to have a professional actually harvest them. Yeah, I'm gonna actually grab. I'm gonna include the uh, my wizard friend who who has unfortunate luck sometimes. But I'm gonna make him feel. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to to make my buddy Edgar feel important. And I'm going to say, I tell you what, Edgar, I, I think we should gather up these these beholder kin and see about getting you a, a fancy wand. Like the stocks can be made into wands and we can bring them back to the academy. And I'm sure there's somebody there who can help us. And I, I think that that would be a, a positive for you. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Edgar's going to start poking around and as the nerdy is going to look and see if you can find where the server room is. Sure. So you're poking around. You see the the cameras there. You don't really see any sort of, like, computer or anything. It looks like the cameras that were in this lair were directly, pretty much directly it's fed deep. into the screens. So there really, there doesn't really seem to be any sort of computer type thing around here you do see the wiring and the electric going through to power it you actually see the wires actually cut under the ground leading to those blue cauldrons they're not actually blue that's just a light so things like that so yeah there really isn't really any server room there unfortunately it's worth a shot yeah then i think you'll go over and just look around at the iron maiden to see just examine it just to see because it mm -hmm. looks interesting. 
Okay. Roll investigation for me. Riku. Yes? Is there anything left in this room that might be of any interest to Thorg? Not really. This is definitely a... This is mostly a ritual room, so... It's very clean, except for the materials needed, like the altar and the potions. Everything else that's in there is just strictly decorative. Edgar, with a 24. Nice. Uh, Can't seem to to roll that when it's... Yeah. You, you, as you investigate the Iron Maiden, it's very simple. It's your average Iron Maiden, very clean, very, very well taken care of. Oddly enough, no bloodstains. I'm going to say that you can sense a clean spell that has been cast on the Iron Maiden several times, though, (laughs) to wash away all of the bloodstains and all that stuff. So it's kept really meticulous. You do notice a wire that connects from the bottom of the Iron Maiden over to the bottom of the skull. That's interesting. So let's uh, let's go over and look at the skull and see. Or or is is, Rashmi put it back down, though? He didn't manage to take it anywhere with him, did he? No, he pushed it like five feet. Gotcha. So it wasn't anything really too far. So it's still in that circle. So with, with the skull, it looks like an ancient dragon head. It a uh, very again very well taken care of and not really any cracks on it. The wire goes up into what appears to be it looks like a mini Tesla coil, but but your knowledge of it is definitely not as strong. What you can sense is that when somebody is put into the Iron Maiden and is killed by it, they're Blood and everything is what actually powers it and causes the skull to grow. To glow, sorry, not grow, glow. It is it is very decorative. However, their belief is that the stronger the glow, the more acceptable the sacrifice is to Gyrath. So if they don't, if it doesn't grow a lot from a death, then they feel like they failed and you need to find another sacrifice, or if it goes greatly, they basically have a huge celebration or go f- try to go further in their mission, things like that. It's very much, it's, yeah, that's, that is one of their beliefs from it. And you recall hearing about this a little bit, just in terms of just your studies and finally getting to see it up close and personal and realize it. You can, that's where you realize that's how it works. Very interesting. I'm not sure if our procedure is to tag things for the folks at the academy to take back, or maybe one of our our huskier party members would like to carry this, but I think we need to take this back to at least have it off-premises. When the academy comes in for extraction, they do leave a team, uh, a cleanup crew, so to say, which will take any important artifacts or anything, anything of value or anything that y'all don't take for yourselves essentially by going on this mission you have first crack of everything after afterward anything you leave behind the academy comes in and, and takes or claims or studies museum anything like that if you were to leave this i mean leaving this they will definitely come back to study it this could be something that as you've investigated you could tell them about if you want to write a report for them that's up to you but they will come in here and collect what what you don't so, no heavy lifting for you. <laughs> yeah, well. Yep. 
Yep. Any dead bodies, any dead creatures, are just disposed of. So they are just cleaned up as if they were never there. Cool. I also so. want to state that while everybody else is looking around doing what they're doing, I'm just sitting on the floor just rubbing Leonidas's belly while he's chewing on that uh, tibia bone that we got <laughs> earlier. Yeah, oh, the tibia bone. Aw. Cool. Does anyone want to do anything else? Did anybody check, like, the stuff on the altar or anywhere behind it to see if there's anything? I don't remember. I don't think anybody, we did look at any of that, did we? I don't think so, but I can definitely go for it since I'm close to it. All right. What do you want to look at? Let's see. I just want to look at this big old altar in general to see if I can find anything. Maybe see if there's anything of interest. Maybe some secrets on here. Okay. As you're looking on... Let me do something real quick. That's what I want. Okay. Oh, wow. I don't know why I did it for you. Because I have you targeted. That's why. So, as you're looking through the bottles, you notice... Actually, can you make a medicine check for me real quick? Ramon don't know shit. He got seven. <laughs> okay. Roll. Just roll a straight D4 for me. Most certainly. Ooh, no. Oh, I was many. close enough. I, I got to get in the habit of guidancing people. Shit. <laughs> That's a two. Okay. I'm going to say you're looking at a lot of these. They, you can't really recognize the bottles or anything. Some look definitely a lot more evil than others and are definitely a do not touch. But there are two bottles that you can, you actually do recognize, common enough, you find two potions of healing. Score. Yeah. Yeah, you found two potions of healing on, on that table. The rest look too dangerous to you to touch. Okay. So with the iPad that we were given, Ramon's going to take those two po bottles of healing and with his iPad, he's going to not touch the rest of the bottles, but he's going to use the camera to take pictures to give to the Academy later for some identification purposes. Cool. So you go to take the picture. And this, the cool thing about these pads is that they can transform into, down to a cell phone or even up to a laptop or anything like that. But when you go to take a picture with it, suddenly it flies out of your hand and starts circling the altar, taking a ton of pictures around it. And so essentially... You, so what you're telling me is this iPad is basically Rotom from Pokemon. Pretty much. Hell yes! Um, <laughs> and it does all that and it returns to your hand. And what is not only a picture, but you also see a 3D view which is a full 3D rendering of the altar and bottles as you as you intended. Wow, the Academy wasn't kidding when they said they would give us fancy toy. Cool. Anything else? I think Wyatt is going to walk over to new Alex mm -hmm. and just be like, I don't think that we formally met. I saw you apparate out of nothingness and then they made fun of you a little bit, and then we killed them. So I reckon you're at least on our side for now. My name's Wyatt. Nice to meet you, and he'll, he'll hold out his hand. I'm Alex. And yeah, I'd say we're probably on the same side after that. 
Wyatt shakes your hand and he says, I'm, I'm mostly a killer and a ne'er-do-well, but I only shoot people who threaten me or who need to die. Hopefully we'll, we'll not have to come to blows between us. And uh, I look forward to maybe working with you if you end up being on our crew. But welcome to the disaster. And I, I look at the rest of everybody. I'm like, you boys, you got enough. Are we ready to go back and get something to eat? I'm starving. After putting away his iPad. As soon as you say eat, Leonidas just flips back over and stands up and starts wagging his tail. <laughs> I, pretty much as soon as you hear that, you hear the doors from that you came through open up and several people in these blue coats with the Camden University logo on it just start streaming in and start looking around for stuff and as they're coming in you also see XC the Warforged that you've all met at the academy except for you Alex Hell yeah. who, who also delivered you here and he walks up to you and goes I didn't expect y'all to to find a fucking cult lair. Neither did we, but here we are. Can attest. Cult sucks. What Blame is your I name, young man? Hi. I'm Alex Sargenti. Pleasure to meet you. I don't remember dropping you off here. No, I believe I was dropped off by the cult themselves. To die, but... So... You are a captive. I was. Though, I'm not sure for how long. Well, but we... I can do this now, and you'll see uh, part of his arm transform into those same odd scales. He looks at that and just goes, You've been dragon-touched. Have... Have you been in contact with any of the great dragons? I don't believe so. <laughs> no, you haven't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no. No. We've only seen something like that happen to those who come into close contact with the great dragons for prolonged periods of time. So for you to not have it from that, I need to report this back. Listen, I know you probably need some rest and... Would love to see any family or such that you have. Listen, anything where I'm not being abducted by a cult is aces. I promise you we're not a cult. We, uh, as you could see... Is that what a cult some, would say? <laughs> as you could see, our my compatriots here are, while interesting, very capable in helping us protect the world from issues like this. It seems your knowledge might be pretty useful to us in the future, and we want to make sure that you, obviously, you are safe. Would you be okay with traveling back with us? We promise we won't do any experiments. Maybe a blood jar or two, but other than that, we just want to make sure you are safe. Sounds good to me. Alright then. He, he turns back to the k party. Wait a minute. But where's... He turns back to you, Alex. He goes, but you're not the Alex I remember. Can I see XE looking all confused like he is right now? Oh, yes. You're, you're all, you all can see him. I want to walk up to XE and just show him the email that we got from Lizzie. Yep. I was afraid that was going to happen. 
the, the, the wild magic that joined them is still very unstable. We'll make sure to keep in contact with them and make sure that it's better controlled so they can rejoin us. But I'm glad that they are safe. So he gives like a sigh of relief and goes, I guess that makes things easy. There were there are seven places on the plane and seven rooms in the academy itself. We don't have to end up building another one. So if y'all follow me, the plane is ready. The rest of the team will finish the cleanup here, shall we? And he starts walking out the room, basically expecting you to follow. Yeah. Before before we all turn to one of the, the guards that stand by to secure the area and everything, I don't know if anybody else had marked it or anything. I also point them towards the Iron Maiden where that portal was. And I, I tell them, when Lizard Alex accidentally shot this thing with uh, some sort of magic missile, it opened up a portal in that thing. So get somebody to uh, secure that thing as well. I don't know if any of my party had marked it or tagged it or anything. I just want to make sure that thing is secured. Thank you. And thank you so much for that information. Did that happen just a little bit ago while you were fighting? A few minutes ago. uh, Yeah. Just for time's sake, I'd explain what happened about Liz and Alex starting to float their hand glowing he goes ah huh. so it sounds like you found some y'all found something else and completed your mission perfectly we saw a large reading of magical energy the same reading that we wanted you all to investigate at the same time that you see you said that portal opened we think it might actually be completely connected so Yes, we are going to take very good care of this and make sure that we investigate it further. So, well done to all of you. And he continues walking. All right, and with that, I start heading out, following Exy and the, the rest of the crew. Cool. I, th- I think I think that Wyatt is going to, like, show some camaraderie with with his barbarian friend. He's trying to, like, he feels like he's the, ra- like the range threat, so he, like, puts, like, an arm around the, the maniac... And kind of like nudges him. He's like, are you going to let me kill a mob, brother? I, I know you got that axe. Is-, is it an axe or a glaive? I'm not that familiar with older weapons. It is a glaive, my friend. But it is a little... It is designed to fit my aesthetic. As Ramon shows Wyatt that after the battle, he put it back into his form, which is just like this little bit of a metallic cylinder. And once he just clicks it to the ground, the glaive kind of just pops out of it. Oh, I have to have super, a little bit of flair. <laughs> that is super, Wyatt, that is super cool. I'm just really impressed because I'm not much of an up-close fighter and y- your bravery of just charging into battle, it's, um, it just gives me the spirits, if you know what I'm saying. Let's have a drink on, if you drink, I don't know if you drink, but let, if on the plane, let's have a drink and let's have a toast to, to our great success. Of course, I'm always down for a little bit of a drink. And yeah, it's always nice to know that just as much as I have your back, your are those guns are quite impressive, actually. So I am quite curious to learn a little more about them. But I'm always glad that as I charge into the front, I have somebody who's going to cover me from a distance. So I think we're going to work very well together. Absolutely. And holds out his fist to give Wyatt a little bit of a fist bump. 
and I return the fist bump, and we walk up onto the plane, joking and gra- grab assing a little bit, like doing like what you do after you're in a very high stressful situation. I'll say that as they're all are walking out, when you pass through the library room, you still see that one scared cultist still passed out in the corner of the room with two of the academy folks there, like trying to wake him up, and he is just. He is passed the fuck out. <laughs> Man, I really scared that guy, didn't I? He's, he's been on con for nigh on 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Oh, which reminds me. And Ramon will pull Exy aside and tell him about uh, the cultists that Ramon patched up and sent out of there. Oh, so you helped Balak out. Yes, I did. I just I, patched him up a little bit. That was all. I, you're a good man. He was actually, he, we actually were able to see him come out of there. Uh, he ran up to us for help. I didn't know what he was from. I didn't know he was one of the cultists. Uh, he's over back at the academy waiting for us to return so that we can patch him up. But this is very intriguing. Maybe this will help us. Thank you. No worries. Just showing some kindness in return. Those injuries on his hand... Do you know much about them, or just so when we go to unwrap them, what should we be expecting? No, honesty, I have, because technically that's not true, but no, I can't really surmise exactly what was the cause to the extent of his injuries. All I do know is, is that when I found him, I just patched him up, and once we got some information out of him, with our group, I just sent him along his way, as I promised to him. Can you roll deception for me? Oh, boy. Deception, deception. Here we go. Okay, that's not terrible. A 16 plus t- uh, 2 is an 18. Maxi puts his arm around you and says, Thank you so much for that information. It seems I'm going to have a co- talk with Dagny later, doesn't it? I... Don't know what you mean, but sure. I know what's under those bandages, but that's fine. Your secret's safe with me. Yeah, he outrolled you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Ramon, realizing he's been bested, just nods and just continues walking to the plane. And pay no attention to the 145-pound wolf with a human leg bone in his mouth. Oh my gosh. Oh, he actually clearly saw that and just and just thinks nothing of it. Later on, as we're, we walk through, he sees one of the dead bodies with without a leg, and he goes, "Huh, only natural." He's a hungry boy too. <laughs> you all get onto the plane. Your sightseeing moment as you are are flying. As you look out one of the windows, uh, you see this very neon domed city below you as you're flying this as las vegas it is currently domed off from the outside world there is like a tube train that goes off in several different directions to other parts of the country to get there but is it is completely sealed off but you could see the activity the lights they're doing like indoor firework shows and whatnot it's just really cool to see. If anybody's close enough, they can hear Thorgmer doing his... <laughs> and even though it's lousy, his best Elvis Presley voice. Yep. So you're all, all on your way back to the Academy. Do, do any of you want to have conversations with each other or sit there in silence as you make your way? <laughs> I definitely have that drink with anybody who wants to have a drink. 
Hey, I'm all for it. I'm in. I I imagine you'd offer it to my character, and he would reply, "Oh, I'm I'm 17." <laughs> and why would and why would say, "I could care fucking less." <laughs> he says, "I'm sorry, but I'm 17." And I just reply with, "We're all 21 in combat." And this is coming from basically a federal officer. I think once we get on the plane and we're we're having a drink, like why clean like what since it's, it took us a while to get there, like a few hours. Oh, uh, it, it was like a couple out. A uh, couple hours, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just having the one drink, and then, like, I'm cleaning my guns, because they, that was, like, a lot of, a lot of action. Like, you, mm. I fired a lot of bullets. I just go through and clean everything, and make, I'm in a lot better mood on the way back than I was on the way there. It's, because I upgraded Alex's. Like. <laughs> this one turns into animals. <laughs> oh, lordy. Awesome. So the fight gets to the academy for the record alex this is you notice as you are getting closer as you begin the land you see the seattle space needle still fully intact and as you land you get off the plane and you are led to this beautiful university called camden university you have definitely heard of it it is one of the most prestigious universities in the country at this point it, it has pretty much every major you can think of and I'm going to assume the party then leads you over to where you'll be staying. Is, is there a uniform, just real quick? No. Are there, is there anybody wearing a uniform, I should ask? Yes. There are a few folks with, like, blue polos with what looks like a school logo. You see a few ROTC, Army-type folks around in their, in their uniforms. Sometimes you'll see maybe folks wearing uh, their fraternity letters. You see Epsilon Alpha, Alpha Chi Rho, Alpha Phi, the sorority. They're wearing, like, polos with their uh, letters on it. So there's a couple uniform and uniform-esque things, as well as just random staff members with the blue logo shirt on. Definitely not. People playing frisbee, volleyball, studying, that kind of stuff. And as you're brought, you are brought to this field out behind all the main buildings, and you see this really rundown shed. And XC, it's like, he turns to you and goes, Welcome home. And he walks forward opens the door to the to the shed and walks inside and you can see from the inside that this is not a shed and as you walk inside it is this gigantic mansion basically rooms everywhere a full service the whole nine yards he turns to the rest of the party and goes for the rest of you you are uh, more than welcome to explore, return, to, retire to your rooms, or whatever you wish. Once we have more information for you all, we will let you know of the next mission. This is going to take a lot of investigation. And then as for you, Alex, if you follow me, I will take you to your room. And uh, he'll go to follow, and if anybody has really good passive perception, you would hear, who definitely has hidden bases, call. You're brought up to a bed, to a room, and... With it already has your name on it, it, it your full name on it. It oh, doesn't, yeah. Okay, okay. And you open it, and it's a very plain room. It looks like a dorm room with with a bed. And XC just goes, "Please step inside." The moment you step through the threshold of the door, the room begins to morph and change. 
And what it actually does is it changes into a room of your own desire. So you get to make this room look however you'd like, whatever furniture, look, feel, whatever you'd like. So what does your room now look like? How limited am I by space? It can't be bigger than the mansion. <laughs> I would say you could have two rooms in, in here, but nothing really substantially bigger. To the extent of the size I am allowed, it would look almost like a forest. An indoor forest with furniture that's relatively modern, shaped out of the the same type of trees, bark with normal <laughs> amenities for a room. So the bed has like blankets, for example. But otherwise it, it looks like a forest. Very cool. As you're looking at around the room, you notice on your bed there is a box that has a tag with your name on it. I'll raise an eyebrow and go over and uh, open it up. So the tag is addressed to you from... Sorry, brain fart on name. I'm looking up here. It is a. It is from Ava Quinton. She is one of the other members of, of the Academy. And she says... And the letter says, I am so sorry for what you had to go through. And I'm sorry that you couldn't help save my professor. But no worries. I have heard that he is safe. That they are safe. But for you, I know you're going to be a great addition. And I hope you choose this present will help that you'll be good amongst us. And you'll help these, this ragtag group be even better. So, welcome. And now there's a box. I'll open the box. Alright. Inside the box, you spot what looks like to be a sickle. It is very ornate. It has... You could see a couple of moons around the handle and with a green crystal in the center. As you hold your hand open over it, you can feel a connection where your magic could actually be channeled through this. This is a plus one moonsickle. So it is a plus one weapon that you can have. You can also use it as a, as a focus for your spells. And you get a plus one bonus to any attack damage rolls as well as a bonus to your spell attack rolls and saving throws of your spells. So this will give it a plus one. Yeah. All right. And with that, we put a close on chapter one of the Academy. So for my party, before next session, go ahead and level up your characters to level four. Hell yeah. Yep, you have to go up one more, one level. And next time here, we will begin chapter two. And we'll see exactly with what you found, what's next in store, and what might be the bigger plot of all of this. So until next time, thank you all for joining us. And we'll see you in a couple weeks, right here, same time, same, same place. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.